Hello, welcome to You Haven't Blanked That. I'm Forrest. And this is Jimmy. So Lucas is here, as well as Forrest, Hello. and we are going to be talking about the greatest movie ever, Spinal Tap. Uh, now, we've seen this, but Lucas has not. Yes. So we had to like have an emergency episode. That is very true. That is not going to be posted <laughs> for like two weeks. <laughs> but, I knew all the references, but had never seen the movie. Yeah, I was, I was wondering about that. So, okay. Do you want to do read a synopsis, Jimmy? Uh, Sure. This is, I'll just make one up. This is, uh, this is Spinal Tap. Shines a light on this self-contained universe of a metal band struggled to get back on its charts, including everything from a complicated history of ups and downs, gold albums, name changes, undersold concert dates, along with a full host of request groupies. And that is it. All right, so we've seen this, but Lucas, what did you think? I thought it was pretty funny. I'm, I'm well versed in the mockumentaries series, and I feel like I worked backwards for this one, starting because mm-hmm. that's the show. Oh, yeah, waiting yeah. for Guffman, Mighty Wind, for your consideration. Seen all those, so it's like working backwards. Knew all the references, bit the Stonehenge thing. I knew all those little <laughs> things, <laughs> but now getting the context of it was. It was pretty funny, and it, it took me back to playing in a band and thinking you're bigger than you are, and you go out there, and there's nobody yeah. <laughs> watching you. Yeah. There's like six people, and usually they all and know the, you. And the, mag- and the magic show is above your name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it, was, it reminded me of it. In my old band, I played a, a gig at the Whiskey, and the headliner was listed above us nobody showed up and the headliner a husband playing a guitar a wife singing and then they're playing to a backing track (laughs) and they were the headliners at the whiskey at the whiskey and nobody was there (laughs) because nobody sold tickets to come to it so some of that stuff was reminding me of that and it's just a cheeky little movie to watch (laughs) and I enjoyed it and just following a progression of the band and the characters that they created were pretty funny and knowing who they are now was pretty crazy too. Simpsons, Saturday Night Live, like you're in this great movie. How'd you end up on Saturday Night Live in the 90s? <laughs> yeah, I, Michael McKean, that, but I like that about Michael McKean. Like it was so weird that he, because he, he was... On Laverne and Shirley, he was in that. Well, I, I, there's some solid Michael McKeon stuff from Saturday Night Live. 
and the songs. The songs <laughs> oh, yeah. out of control. I ended up on my drive home listening to them on Spotify. <laughs> it's because they're they're well written songs and they're dumb. Yeah. Tonight <laughs> which, I'm gonna rock you. Tonight I'm gonna rock you. Which I think during that time period you had a lot of drugs that were making people write dumb songs that they thought they were cool. Can't name any of them off the top of my head, but I can go through list of any hard rock songs are just like this is absolute dog shit yeah <laughs> but they can play the hell of their instruments and i like was the drummer right did something keep happening to the drummer and drummer keeps oh, oh uh, some yeah. peeps he died and then Stumpy joe he 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 choked on his vomit but it was actually somebody else's vomit but really you can't dust for vomit <laughs> yeah. now how much of it's this movie wasn't scripted that, that's it's the first one they did like best in show and all that. Yeah. I think they just kind of like outlined here's it. here's an outline of the movie. We're just gonna do this and because I was reading on the Wikipedia about some of it where they go to the Air Force base that really happened to someone and they had heard over the story and just added it to the movie because they thought it was funny that they had to play at an Air Force base <laughs> <laughs> or Uriah Heep. I think it was someone that I think the keyboard player played with Uriah Heep and so they got booked to play an Air Force base. And it's telling the story and they added that to the. To the show, to the movie. This is a movie that I watched like all the time. It was just I didn't know this. Like I said, I've been friends with you for fucking twenty five years, and I didn't know you like. Well, because I when I was younger, I really liked accents, and this movie was just full of them. So I'm like, okay, cool. And then like my parents don't really they can understand English if they're paying attention, but if they're not, they're not going to listen to it. Yeah. And so this one had a lot of just like dirty jokes here and there, <laughs> so like it just went right over the head. So I was just listening to it, like, not a problem. It took me years of watching it, and then, like, I remember it was on, I took the VHS out of the TV, and then the nanny was on, and I'm like, holy shit, Brad Thrasher! <laughs> She's at the cocktail party. Yeah, and then, like, in the beginning. And she doesn't have that annoying, like, voice. She's super sexy, super sweet. So, like, hey, I don't have any problems with the whoa. voice. Even as the nanny, I hey, don't have a problem hey, with Oh, voice. really? Yeah. Oh, no. I love that voice. Well, <laughs> what's wrong with being sexy? I can't be talking about the album cover. Smell the glove. <laughs> yeah, smell the glove. Uh, it's a little sexy. Uh, what's wrong with being sexy? No, you see what we really wanted to do. It's like, oh, like talk about the... He was like, what about the other guy? He did his thing. He goes, yeah, but he was being punished by them. So, you know, it's okay. It was happening to him. <laughs> so they end up releasing, it's all black, right? Yeah. <laughs> now did that inspire Metallica to have an all black yeah. album? It's, that part cracked me up too. Oh, it was because, you, you're kidding, because she was the victim. <laughs> she was the victim. <laughs> oh, right, right. <laughs> The uh, I remember at one point I feel like I saw some portion of this on Beavis and Butthead. They did a uh, they they did videos so yeah they definitely saw, doing the videos. They did like uh, they did a one for was it Break Like because they did an album after they did this movie. Okay, oh, yeah, in the nineties. Yeah. So they I think it's called Break Like a Win. I didn't know about this. They had an album until uh was he was telling me like oh yeah and he was like telling me like lyrics of the. Like, yeah, the, but the, the always talking about like when it came out and like how they actually started touring. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, that's pretty badass. But what always bothers me about whenever it was how cool no, you was no 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 about that is that there was like oh it's a fake band and I'm like motherfucker they're playing their instruments it's yeah. not a fake band. Oh, I remember I got an argument once with a 
about this because he kept calling them a fake band. I'm like, no, they're a real band. They're like, they're a real band. They're yeah. playing their instruments. Yeah. They are really playing their instruments, huh? They are they are playing characters, but they are also playing their instruments in a band. Yes, because I was wondering that if they were playing their own stuff, and you can kind of tell they were. They did. Did they write the songs? I wouldn't. Doubt, you know what? I know Michael McKeon plays the guitar, and so. I know. I'm pretty sure Harry Shearer plays bass. I mean, it's not hard to play bass. I mean, you, well, he plays stand-up bass too. Yeah. Oh. And that scene where he's caught in the like cocoon thing. But he's still playing. He's still here, like making his way through the song. Oh guys, I'm so sick. And the whole band's just like moved off scene. Yeah, no, this movie, it just, like, watching it just brings, like, a bunch of just happy memories. Because all it was is just, like, after-school summer movies. Like, this was my summer movie, and I just played it over and over again. Yeah, I, I could see that happening. I could see just turning it on and having it on and poking it every once in a while to see what's happening. Oh, yeah, any part of the movie is a yeah. great walking part. Well, I remember when I was a kid, NBC, they had, like, a Spinal Tap reunion, and they played, and then they had all these people talk about Spinal Tap. I only, like, watched a little bit, but, like, Robin Williams is talking about Spinal Tap. Fucking, oh God, who else? Just everybody. And they were playing, I think it was around the time that album came out. Oh, like, okay. Break Like the Wind. Yeah, yeah. But the, the songs are just so funny. Big Bottom. Actually, my favorite song isn't even the Spinal Tap song. It's the Give Me Some Money song <laughs> that they play when they're like the, the, oh, yeah, like yeah. the 60s rock band. <laughs> <laughs> but there's still a list of Spinal Tap on Spotify for that song, I think. And Bigley Jr. was the drummer for that part. Yeah, I, when I was looking through the, the IMDb page on who played what, I was really surprised at who was in that movie because they become staples throughout the rest of the Christopher Guest movies as they progress through to for your consideration. Fred Willard, like, those are all people that are in those movies as they go along. This movie, I thought, is a thousand times better than any other mockumentary I've seen. You think so? I think so. Uh, I I really you know like, what? no I take that back it's not that far off but like it's way a thousand times better than Popstar. Did you see Popstar yet? Yeah, I've seen Popstar. What'd you think? It was I, I alright. I know you were just okay with it. Yeah, and that's why I was like, I was like, oh, it's kind of like Spinal Tap, and you're like, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really? Yeah, I know. Like it's hard to like talk about this movie just for the sheer fact that it's like, I love just scenes and little just little bit of jokes that they throw out here and there. It's the same thing like with like. For your consideration, it's just the little jokes in between. That for your I consideration, just love has so one much. of my favorite lines in a movie ever. Right after she doesn't get nominated, and she's like throwing that half-eaten cake away, and she's been crying until her makeup's all over her face, <laughs> and he goes, "Oh, I've seen what the bottom of the Grand Canyon looks like, and it's not pretty." <laughs> that's that's like my favorite line out of, out of like all those movies like that's my favorite one I actually think for your consideration is my favorite I'm interested in hearing Spinal Tap if they were, became that like avant-garde free jazz crew <laughs> to see what would happen oh so they would play that. Saucy Jack <laughs> see so they get huge in Japan and it made me wonder is that where that term came from but it did not come from that it kind of predates the movie. I couldn't the big, find the actual origin of it, but as I dug in, yeah, big in Japan because there was Cheap Trick did their live at Budokan, which was kind of the same thing. And Kiss was huge in Japan. Yeah, like 
that part was funny. And I also like the dynamic of them bringing the the girlfriend. <laughs> when his girlfriend comes over, so excited and realize that he's missing out on all the fun. <laughs> when he's trying to go in the back with her playing games. <laughs> and he's stuck in front, just like, you could just see him go like, uh, trying to move past her to see what's going on. And the current Obi's like, oh, what's going on in there? Because <laughs> he knows he's missing out on all the fun that he would be having if she wasn't there. Yeah. The whole getting lost in the stage. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. Running down the hallways. Other way, other way. Apparently that was inspired by Tom Petty. Yeah. Is it, it really? Yes. Yeah, Tom Petty and... It happened to Tom Petty, and it was recorded, and they copied it. Oh, no shit, it that's that cool. <laughs> and then Paul Schaefer, just kick my ass. Just <laughs> I did not ass. know that was yeah. Paul Schaefer. That was another one I went through the list because I kept his name, Art, what is it, Art Buffkin? <laughs> he has like that. Artie, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he keeps saying like, oh, I kept saying, he was saying fuck over and over every time he's introducing himself. And then when I looked on to see what his actual name was, and then I was checking out like, it's Paul Schaefer. <laughs> the cast was amazing cast. Yeah, I was w- wondering because you because we I mean hanging out with with people we always made the jokes. I was like, oh, I wonder if this is gonna be. I didn't think it would be lost on you, but if you're just be like, oh, this is just okay because I know everything. Like I've, I've heard all the jokes. Yeah, no, it was it put more context into it, and knowing the jokes didn't really. Do anything to make me dislike it or make me uninterested, but there's they're referenced so much, especially in like musician areas. There's always someone that's gonna say put it to eleven, you know that kind of stuff. So, but this movie, I I mean, it goes beyond everything else, and it's everywhere. My favorite reference of to this final tap is the Simpsons. Yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) That's the half a play will say because. Oh, oh hell! <laughs> yeah, I feel like I need to start now. I need to find all the references throughout different shows and different things because it's such a musician's movie that they all talk about. Oh, that's this movie's about us. This is exa- all this yeah, stuff yeah. has happened to us. And yeah, um, yeah, but despite that, there's actually a lot of really like sweet moments in this movie. Like when they're talking about the first band they had when they were kids. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that part where they go and they're singing at Elvis's grave. Yeah, like there's some like really like outside of like, all the funny shit. Like there's some really sweet. Oh, that them. part had me laughing when they're trying to harmonize. Like, <laughs> yeah, because I feel like that's me trying to harmonize with something <laughs> that I can't harmonize with anybody, and I'm like, oh. it's just doing his own thing. Yeah. <laughs> and I was amazed that the whole movie was filmed in L.A. Yeah, where I looked, I was like, yeah. oh, it's all in L.A. And they just they didn't go to Graceland. They just Made something look like Graceland. Think that yeah. looked like Graceland. Uh, my aunt told me that because uh, she is a giant uh, Kiss fan and an Aussie fan, and she was tell- telling me that because she she's the one who used to watch it watch it with me, and she would say that uh, Aussie believed one hundred percent that it was a real band when like the movie came out, and even till like now he's still kind of like <laughs> eh. <laughs> so. There's well, a fun fact. Have you seen Anvil? Anvil? No. Oh, have you seen Anvil? That's the metal band? The, yeah, the Canadian one? I've seen the cover of it. I don't remember if I've seen it. Oh, we're going to blank that. Is it like another one of these? It's like watching Spinal Tap, but it's real. Oh, okay. Oh. Okay. Oh. Uh, yeah, we're, we're doing We're going to have to do that yeah, if you've that. not seen Anvil. Maybe they're not they're metal, but yeah, but yeah, based on the metal band, but oh... Dude, it's it's great. Yeah, no, I'm down. I'm down. 
Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. It's it's literally it's and you can't believe this shit's happening and you're like this isn't real. <laughs> like Daryl and I were watching it going like this isn't fucking real. Like this is Spinal Tap shit. Like <laughs> legit. Like they they're just writing Spinal Tap and no like all this shit happens and you don't think this is a real band but they're just a Canadian band that's metal band that's they're not bad for what they are but they they just weren't great. So is it like a. Uh... Is this a documentary following this band, or is it just like... It's a documentary following... A reenactment of things No, no, it's a band. documentary following the band. But they were a metal... Like, they were semi-successful in the 80s, and they kind of started doing a comeback in, like, I think it was early 2000s was when the movie came out. Okay, yeah, never heard of it. Really? Yeah. Oh, dude, it's it's kind of like watching Spinal Tap. Okay, cool. We'll have to do it. Oh, yeah. we'll have to. I wrote it down. Oh, <laughs> I, that's that. That's gonna be a fun one. Oh. So how did you stumble upon Spinal Tap? Um. The Simpsons probably like ninety percent of the things the, the things that I got into is probably The Simpsons. Okay. Um, The Simpsons and probably that special that I saw also because I recognized. I think that special came on around the time Michael McKeon was on Saturday Night Live. If not, but I knew who Michael McKeon. You went down. Did happen like back to back. Yeah, it all because happened. That's why the time. Simpsons made the reference because there was like, they were on uh, NBC, right? Yeah, it was an NBC thing. Yeah. Well, the Simpsons weren't on. No, but the Spinal Tap. The Spinal Tap thing was on NBC. Yeah. And then I, but I recognized Michael McKeon because I, when I was, that's how fucked up my aunt was. I loved my aunt, but this is how fucked up she was. So when I was five, all I wanted to do was watch DuckTales. Mm-hmm. All right. But my aunt wanted to watch Laverne and Shirley, and she fucking hated DuckTales. Uh-huh. So this is what she said. Oh, the Beagle Boys are in the episode. We have to change the channel. <laughs> you know what's fucked up about DuckTales? Beagle Boys are on almost every fucking episode of that show. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what my aunt would be like. Yeah, oh, oh, Beagle Boy. Oh, there's a Beagle Boy. Got to change the channel. <laughs> I feel like I want to take a real deep... This is a movie I could take a real deep dive on. And oh, kind yeah. of get lost in... Oh, yeah, yeah. following the path of what it leads to. Well, I saw that Harry Shearer's going to be dressed as Nigel Tufnell playing a show. Or not Nigel. Um, Wait, what? Yeah. Derek Smalls? Derek Smalls, I mean, yeah. I like his bass. Which one, the double bass? Yeah, the double bass. <laughs> I do like that they all play bass in one song. <laughs> do you have... Did you did you buy it or did you rent it? Or would you... Um, found it somehow? I acquired it. On the internet. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll let you borrow. I've got the, the DVD I have has them commentating on the movie in character. That's Do you have that same DVD no. that doesn't have it? No. I'll let you guys borrow it. It's All right, them. Cool. Sounds good. Yeah. And then have you, yeah, what do you what did you watch them? Did you just buy it on Amazon? I have it on uh Amazon? Hulu, Amazon, Amazon somewhere. And then plus I have the VHS. Well the <laughs> when you get the the menu for it, uh-huh. it's Spinal Tap, and it's all big, and it's coming in, and then it gets really small. <laughs> like, it's like that big on the screen, like it's super small. They're like, oh, no, we wanted it bigger. <laughs> I did finally get the origin story of the Stonehenge, where he's drawing out what it should look like. Because <laughs> all I remember is seeing the, the dwarfs dancing around it. I don't remember <laughs> when I was younger seeing that and not knowing how they came up to why is it so small and then they wrote <laughs> he wrote inches <laughs> there's a lot of genius comedy in this that it just it's right in my wheelhouse 
I love it just because everyone's so serious, dude. So yeah. it's just, it just carries. But that's so funny. But that's why all those movies are good. Is that those people like they don't they don't do comedy like they don't do it like it's they're making jokes. They're yeah. doing it like they're serious about what they're saying. Yeah, and yeah. that's what's so great about all those movies. I loved it. Even I mascots need to watch which, it again. Even mascots which was, that was just okay. They were they were yeah. into it. <laughs> Did you see mascots? Mascots. It's the last one. That he, it's, 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 he did that, what, two or three years oh, ago? Oh, yeah, yeah, It was on my list of things to watch, but no. That's where they had all the... like the. They're all lined up. They're and, all lined up, and then like they're all having their own competition and doing push-ups and getting ready for the mascot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think I watched it. There's a couple things. Um, IMDb actually lets people put this to 11. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I you did can vote, see that. Yeah, you, yeah. Can vote, you can vote it to 11 if you want to, yeah, rather cool. than 10. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, uh, going back to our Harry Potter... The drummer thing was J.K. Rowling's inspiration for having a uh, that's right a dark that's... arts teacher. Uh, oh, dark arts teacher. That's, oh shit! Yeah. that's why I brought the drummer thing. I remember yeah. reading that. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> that's, that's why. Cool. That's why this new dark arts teacher every year. It's because yeah, yeah. of Spinal Tap. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's super cool. But on a scale of one to eleven, uh-huh. oh, this totally goes to eleven. I agree. I'll go. I'll yeah. take it to eleven. I I just love this movie. <laughs> yeah, I just love it. It's just like, literally, the perfect movie. Doesn't yeah. matter if you're going to a friend's house and it's on. Like, yeah, it's perfect. Been to multiple parties where it's just on and nobody's nobody's partying. We're just hanging out and watching Spinal Tap. <laughs> yeah. So, next week... So, buttons. Sorry, go ahead. Cinnamon gravy. So, next week, uh, we are going to watch a movie with two of my favorite actors, Eddie Murphy. Cher and Eddie Murphy? Uh, no. Oh, okay. And Dan Aykroyd. Okay. It's a little movie called Trading Places. Uh, Okay. Directed by one John Landis, I believe. I had no idea that you were in a movie together, but they are. Cool. <laughs> and it is gold, Jerry. Gold. <laughs> okay. So um What do you what do you think this is about? Well, we're talking about Ghostbusters Dan, Dan Aykroyd. Yes, I'm not sure and what other Dan Aykroyd there is, but Yeah, I don't know any other Dan Aykroyds. And uh Eddie Murphy as in picking up a tranny in Hollywood, Eddie Murphy? You know, he's much more than that. Oh. Oh. Okay. Uh, it's a weird combo for the two of them. Uh, I, I know they were friends. 83. So not really. Oh, okay. How, oh, old, so did old, movie, how old did you think this movie was? I thought you were going to say 90s. No, early 80s. Okay. So post-SNL? Um, maybe during SNL for Eddie. Okay. But post, definitely post for, for Dan Aykroyd. Okay, cool. Sounds good. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening this week. If you want to comment on the show or if you have any questions, uh, you can hit us up on Instagram at yhblinkthat, and you can email us at yhblinkthat at gmail.com.